Hi, I'm Louisa Alsim, and this is the first episode of my podcast, Awakening Feminine Leadership, Pleasure, Power, and Presence. So I'm very excited to uh, be here to start this and to meet you and to share this with you. So um, I'll... Uh, um, in I, I got simply flustered. I don't know how many times I re-recorded this by now, but I'll I'll share a bit about myself and why I'm doing this and and why I think it matters. And I'll talk more about my definition of what awakening family leadership is. Um, um, and I'll um, uh, I'll end with an embodiment practice. So, so that that is just the general lay of this episode. And moving forward, I'll be sometimes recording these on my own, and sometimes I will invite um, someone to speak about different topics. And um, and I'm right now also very curious about exploring men and the masculine. So, and and the meeting between. Uh, uh, these two sometimes polarities and um so but overall my intention is to bring in presence and inquiry so that each episode has, helps us not only me holding it or and the guest coming on but also for you who take this in that it can help you drop into your own body and your own experience so it doesn't only come as a head piece or head sharing but it, it becomes an experiential experience in your bodies so so that's that's my intention and and then we'll see <laughs> how that works out so um maybe you just want to uh grab uh grab a seat and, and if you're not seated or you're walking whatever uh, maybe just being present uh, wherever you are and wherever your feet are and if you just can feel a connection with your feet on the earth whether you're sitting standing or walking and maybe we're inviting a breath inhaling through your nose and exhaling through your mouth and maybe one more time, inhaling through your nose, filling up the belly and exhaling through the mouth. Yeah, at least that grounds me. So, so who am I and why am I doing this? Well, I started teaching women this particular experience and which really has has a lot to do with awakening women to their life force to their sexual energies and bringing that into the world into also world of leadership and um so so that's um uh, how, how i i got started doing this around uh six years ago and it was after a deep really deep sexual awakening with someone who um i was sharing a same spiritual path and it, it was had this 
deep insight. It is a kind of reconfiguration even. And when I talked with other women about this, um, they, they many could share the same, uh, they shared the same insights and the same shifts. And I was asked by one of these women to create something out of that. So, so that's how this, uh, these courses came to be. But before that, I had worked for many, many years um, with women connecting leadership and entrepreneurship to, um, to um, connected before to meditation and, and uh, mindfulness and, and yoga and, and coaching. And, and I started in 2004. So th this is a long time back. But even before that, I, I've been, um, been focused on empowering uh, women in different ways. And, and meanwhile, I also should say that um, I worked a lot with men too. And, um, and so kind of circling back even further, one of the main reasons I'm teaching what I'm teaching right now is I've really gone the long way from rejecting being a woman. I thought that was inferior and the feminine was even worse. <laughs> it's like, no. No, that's, you know, I wanted to be where the power was. I wanted to be where there was, you know, people were kind of uh, could have heated arguments and, and, you know, it was all about looking for um, the, the big stuff, like global stuff. That was, I wanted to be the U.S. president when I was five and plan B was U.S. Secretary General of the U.N., and uh, so, so I had these, like, you know, I wanted to be where, where it was exciting. And I thought the feminine and, and women who only were talking about relationships in my mind. Uh, I didn't really know that many women. <laughs> I, uh, so, so I had all of these preconceived notions and, uh, and really a, a deep rejection on myself as a woman and the feminine. So what I'm sharing is, is my journey of coming home to myself to my body and the feminine and uh yeah it touches me because it's been such darn long journey and it's been there are so many layers of self-hatred and so many layers of rejection um and and especially if we are talking about women's sexuality and and the pussy which i call the jewel um but uh, the, the rejection of uh, that down there, uh, which many of us didn't need, you know, in many languages, there isn't even a good name for what's down there in a woman. So um, I've named it the jewel because I think it's exactly that. It is that precious. So, yeah. So I'm just sharing because it's been a long journey and I'm really wishing um, women and those men who listen to this to, to uh, get an experience of that power and that beauty and, and without not rejecting men and the masculine uh, because we need one another. And at the core, and now I'm also drifting into a more general uh, where I'm coming from with all of this, I um, 
I believe, and and actually it's less of a belief than a knowing in and and knowing on on the inside as an experience experiential um, uh, knowing that uh, we are uh, all made out of being, out of light, out of consciousness that is aware, and um, and at this very core. We are all uh, not only beautiful, but we are divine. And uh, no matter what expression we show up onto this earth and whatever you know package we we arrive in or or move into even, but but all of it, it it's it's pure divinity and it's divinity expressing itself in human. And also for all animals, it's that there is being in in everything. So I'm I'm just sharing where I'm coming from, and and then uh, and and in the path that I walk, which is the diamond approach, uh, we we talk about all these different qualities that we learn to open up to, that are um, uh, everything from levels of wisdom to to um different levels of strength and power and and love and softness and tenderness and juiciness and all of that all of which um is divine and 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 i also want to add some of the like the groundedness and the pointedness and the direction all of that uh can be open in us and expressed as divine, divine embodied expressions. And then the other side is that we are also all uh, having formed um, an ego structure, um, which has um, most of it was formed during our most formative years, zero to five. And, um, <clears throat> this ego structure is um, almost mimicking the essential qualities. And so, um, and most of us live in our ego structures. We, we get glimpses of our divinity, but most of us live and breathe and act, especially act out of our ego structures. And, and when we do that, um, and, and again, it, that's also part of, uh, divinity <laughs> uh, but we we are essentially not in contact with um, our essence and that is also the result of what we are seeing on earth and all the pain and suffering we are causing one another so so that is just a very overarching uh, kind of understanding and and the soul that which um uh, we can we can say as that it's kind of a almost living organism our consciousness is fluid and for many that is also expressed or felt as a feminine flow and obviously that is in all of us uh, including uh, animals and uh, uh, where at least where you have some form of developed consciousness. So okay, so now I give you like a 
whole teaching here. I, I wasn't really attending to it, but I, I felt because some when I'm moving into talking about the feminine and the masculine, and and there we have so much um, today when everything is teared apart, uh, torn apart, and uh, we we are constantly finding faults with one another. Uh, I want to say this is where I'm coming from, and that's where where I'm trying to teach from. I'm heavily structured too, so I I am so far from perfect, but I'm I'm trying to to see where my structure shows up and and to become aware of it, and maybe at some point it will get more transparent. Um, that is at least my structured hope <laughs> for that. <laughs> Okay, so coming back to what uh, what I'm teaching, and and uh, why and and well, also again, also who I am in this, because as I've come to appreciate my body and the feminine as an expression, I've also seen that not not only was it internalized in me, the hatred almost of the feminine and of females women um and and we can go into many uh, reasons behind that but how that impacted me and how that made myself reject me and um so what i'm working with is as women who are kind of born in estrogen based bodies and who have um very much lost contact with the feminine and very much a similar journey that I've had. And many of us are also um, have pretty developed minds and, and maybe we work because we get paid by using our minds and, and, uh, and many are in the business world or in academia uh, and some are also uh, yoga teachers and, and many are entrepreneurs, but overall there is this, sense that we all bought into this idea that we had to uh, perform and act and come from a place of uh, which we can call the masculine but it's it's also imprecise because it's also saying that well all the negative things are masculine which they are not but but we we are um very defined by ideas that where we are highlighting what has been masculine and downgrading what is feminine all right that got into a whole <laughs> big uh, sharing so anyhow um so what i i didn't really get into that i'm i'm a spiritual being uh, and i love all expressions of getting intimate with life and with this body and most of all, I love life force. I love eros and that which makes us come alive. That which is um, inviting us, seducing us into existence. And uh, again, this that's why I'm here. I'm here to play. And when what I've learned is that by doing this with other women, it's it's such a holy experience of when women get turned on together and but are aware of this this um this soul this this that 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 which 
kind of is bigger than us and moves through us and that gets awakened through us. That is why I'm teaching this. And and again, uh, I'm teaching it. So, so I'm very, I have a lot of <laughs> uh, selfish reasons here. Well, because I feel much better when I'm around women who are uh, that uh, in that place. And also it is such a force of nature that is so, uh, that feels like it's so needed in the world. And and yet what I've also learned, uh, I used to talk about like women go from burned out idealists to turned on pragmatics working with me. And I, th I think there is something to that because th there is that moving from um, uh, the, the good girl wanting to uh, please everyone, but also get the good points. You know, I'm I'm a great person because I care about this and I care about that and I want to change the world. And by the way, I had a blog, 365 Days to Change the World. <laughs> I used to be one of those very, very good girls. And, and now it's like, okay, so what is here? What is here in this body? And, and, and when I've noticed those uh, tendencies, like I want to change someone or something, to be aware that there is usually a young part of me that is uh, trying to fix something so I feel better. And, and so, um, all right, okay, <laughs> getting into all these tangents here. But uh, so I've I've gone this through this journey um, and, um, uh, and now uh, being back in Sweden, teaching women this, uh, and also the past two years have been pretty brutal uh, for many reasons, so not even related to COVID, but it's made everything worse. So, so, um, but I'm, I'm finally feeling like I'm back again and um, I, it's such a joy to be here. Okay, so uh, I'll, I'll uh, just mention also the pleasure, power and presence. So when I work with women, um, um there is so much of and again if we look at to uh, the female body um and, and bringing in uh the hormonal aspects of how estrogen is impacting our body uh the the um uh, the need to be there for others is is actually also connected to the nervous system uh, there's even new research showing there is a like a social nervous system that makes women biologically very attuned to others because you know having babies and and being kind of and now we are going back to cave uh, woman <laughs> times and and where you know having a lot of babies were, were kind of the reason why um you know the the whole survival of the species uh, type of thing and uh, and women kind of biologically were attuned to um, um, to others for survival reasons. But um, and coming back then to where we are today, uh, so many women I work with uh, are close to burnout or have been burnout because they get so focused on others. And it's not even always in a helping capacity, but they they the going looking on the outside instead of staying in the body is is epidemic. 
and um i and and here is really the exile of the body and of course if we also feel that our female bodies are uh, gross or or unworthy and again it's never taking these shapes but somehow there are seeds being planted that that really have impacted us that we that is kind of yucky or you know all these fluids in a woman like uh you know blood and and <laughs> kind of and then babies and and uh, all of that and 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 it's so we so we have these um uh ideas about uh um our bodies so we don't want to be there so we leave our bodies and this is such an important journey to come home to our bodies. And increasingly, men are also leaving their bodies because we live in such a society where we are essentially very disconnected from our physical reality here. And we live somewhere there and usually in the future. So the more we come home to ourselves here uh, as an embodiment, um, and for women is really moving uh, our awareness, not only into our hearts, because if we only are in our hearts and we don't have our belly and we don't have our jewels, we again are, are acting from, uh, usually from this um, helping capacity. So in order to claim our power, and this is really the reason for pleasure, power and presence, we have to be embodied move the gravitational center downwards. And again, broadly speaking and all of that, but men usually because of their biology and how testosterone and how the uh, the penis is is construed, it's it's easier for a man to be more embodied um, uh, because there is a more of a gravitational pull downwards. For women who can cut off their sexual energies, uh, and I've lived as a, you know, um, a celibate for almost 10 years. And, you know, I didn't miss it that much. I mean, I did, but it wasn't, I wasn't, uh, uh, I wasn't even intentional celibate, but it, it was just, uh, I was very much into my spiritual practice. And so, okay, so that was kind of outside the realm of my spiritual path. And, and it was also a broken heart, <laughs> which I didn't want to admit at the time. Um, so, so now it's like, okay, well, if we bring this all together, and again, this movement downwards. And um, so pleasure for women. Again, I'm speaking on my own knowledge. And, and I, I think pleasure is important for everyone, but in particular for women. To, to when we recognize our desires and when our desires can deepen, without acting them out into a deep felt sense of longing, which really opens up uh, our depth and, and our hearts and, and our souls. And, and, and it's, it's a, such a beautiful practice and that we really call a tantric practice. Um, and, but also our pleasure and sensuality of like, touching the skin our hands and and like really being uh aware of what is here and and that to be connected to our pleasure to be connected to our sensuality 
It's so yummy. And that's also where the juiciness comes in. It's like, mm, yeah, I'm I'm here. And I I can actually choose to be in this body uh, that gives me so much pleasure. And and for a woman who really can make uh, the whole body can become an erotic zone. And, and we can live out of eros on a daily basis if we activate it. That's yummy. <laughs> at, at least I think so personally. And I think many of the women who have taken the course uh, uh, would agree to that. So, so that is, uh, and again, also when we are activating our jewels and when she wakes up and, and, and um, there's also a, a connection with the, the, clitoris and and the brain uh so there is uh, like a mind body connection here that's very um connected to our jewels and and when when that is more online there is this sense of hereness of aliveness and i also bring in that that playfulness that turn on the flirtation so so because i i think for me this talking about uh, pleasure, such an essential part of that is is uh, the seductive elements of, you know, I, I want to play. Do you want to play? And and that is um, actually at the core of, of the divine feminine too. So um, so I'm I'm the way I'm experiencing it again, uh, each to her or his own. Uh, experience and definition i'm just sharing what's true and what i've learned also what i've seen i would say actually that this is an essential quality that when i teach uh, and i teach it mostly because i'm 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 getting in contact it with it by being with other women and talking about this there is something that comes alive in me and and then it becomes alive in other women and then we can kind of spread that but it is an essential quality that um, uh, <coughs> that we are. Oh. <coughs> I'm not going to re-record this because I've been talking so long, and I'm noticing I seem to have like yellow teeth coming out in this light. Okay, so here was vanity. All right, so that was pleasure power um uh, and again i'm talking about an embodied form of power and for so many women again this is such an important understanding uh, of um the feminine power again because that has usually been so devalued and, and feared and um um in in uh, usually we associate power with men or the masculine and um we we've um, um we've had this um kind of uh again that was one of the reasons why I didn't want to be a woman I didn't want to be feminine because that was there was, there was no power there so when we understand the power in us through our bodies and and usually that we can call it the wildness when when we awake up the wild in us it's it's uh and again it can be very playful and very fun <laughs> but uh, i usually bring up kind of the idea of a panther a black panther and 
and and a black panther is beautiful to look at and can be very soft to touch but you know it's it's a panther and <laughs> and you do not screw around with a panther it's it's kind of uh you know that it it is um uh um you you feel it just by its presence so and and for so many women to access their growls and their <clears throat> you know i i'm, I'm not <laughs> gonna but you know to, to it's kind of almost like a primal uh aspect but to get in contact with that with the holding of presence um and that goes for pleasure too and that is held by presence and that's the third part that i talk about that's when that is all activated and together that's where um it becomes so um it becomes really a path of awakening and and of actualization so um so again um um this um power um also very much in the belly in the womb uh, and um um uh, we we um again need we, we have seen very there are very few role models uh, we have seen women being very kind of being harsh or going into more of what we consider more traditional masculine qualities of being um, um it's it's usually a hardening a hardening of our structure a, a closing down of our hearts but this power that i'm talking about is is a very open very directed and crystal clear where the boundaries are and what is okay and what is not okay. And for me, that has again also been uh, such a journey because I can be in that on my own, but with others, and especially men, I have a tendency to to lose um, that sense of uh, knowing. So getting in contact with this power with other women is very powerful and then presence and and there are a lot of definitions of presence out there and there's a particular one that i'm referring to which stems from the diamond approach and it's um essentially it's a felt uh, we can call it an elixir it's a felt almost like a a fluid or again an elixir that uh, it it it's hard to describe because it has to be felt, but um, you can practice it by by letting it come through your arms and legs, and um, it's 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 really a felt experience. So it's not an idea, it's not awareness, and it's not oh here I am on stage and I'm, I'm very present or. Um, and present in the room it's it's not that it's this felt experience of presence and um and, and it has i often talk about it as some form of liquid honey um and and when that becomes more in the foreground and then it it impacts eventually how we speak the words we speak and even further down the road, it starts impacting how we show up in the world too. And so, so it's a long journey, at least for me, but I think for, for most people. Uh, so, so it's, it's, that's how we kind of come to where, where the, 
the ego structure gets more transparent. Its uh, presence is this um, self-aware uh, uh, awareness that is supporting us with that. So, yeah, so we practice that in, in my courses too. And uh, all right, this was much longer than I had planned and I've been coughing and I've been uh, talking. So, so okay, so, so last part of the more sharing about this is before we just do a short embodiment practice uh, is also talking about the feminine and, and the masculine. And, and I do want to, um, I, I started by prefacing like, we are all uh, divine, we're all being, and um, we're all expressions of that, beautiful individual expressions of that. And that there is, um, um, and, and again, since I've denied being a woman, I denied the feminine, what I've seen, the healing in me and the healing in the women I work with of actually honoring and accepting not only uh, the feminine, but being a woman and how incredibly important that is. Um, so when I talk about the feminine, uh, and, and here we can talk about two polarities too, because in, in a general idea, often when we talk about the feminine, we refer to the motherly function and, and the uh, very soft and the receptive, the one who receives and and it is that we are that uh, if we are uh, in our feminine uh, and um, for many women uh, that is it's very easy to access those qualities yet and then there is this other polarity which is these qualities that I've talked about that kind of you can say more of the power side of it where you have pleasure and you have power and um it's it's we can talk about the wildness or the witchiness or some would call it the bitchiness but actually there there's no re need for a bitchiness because there is you know when again when you're the pather you don't need to be a bitch because you know it's it's you just know how the strength and the power of you it it's just um uh, yeah, it just comes through you. And then, okay, so I know some also really like using the word bitch and feeling empowered by that and beautiful for those. But uh, for me, I, I feel like this mm, regal uh, queen place of knowing my power and, and knowing when I want to use it and uh, uh, hopefully for the highest good of all. And uh yeah, okay, so that is the feminine. And then the masculine, um, which I have not really addressed very much. Um, uh, and I've, I've these six years in particular, I really focused on teaching what I know and what is coming through me. It's I, as soon as I try to uh, create models or, or look at how some other ones, something that is not familiar to me, I move into my head and I've chosen to come back to what's here in this body again and again. And that's actually why I'm teaching because I want to be more embodied. Um, uh, but I'm, I'm at this point now where I'm getting more and more curious about men and the masculine. And 
you can say that there are polarities of the masculine too, where, where um, and again, in, on a more broad definition, uh, and, and again, I feel like I'm always in, in a kind of strange territory here, but that they're just as the feminine has two polarities, the masculine has two, like that one is this more kind of very focused, uh, driven um, kind of, what we often associate uh, also in a really good way of of someone who can you know uh, they do what they say they it's like you know goal oriented and then um, and the beauty of that and the need for that and then having the other side which we we can call the holding capacity and the feminine needs a lot of uh, holding and witnessing. And um, and actually, the masculine needs that too. But in in its in its well, if if we can say that we are like complementary forces, to to for for when this masculine and also very loving holding, uh, we can call about almost like a father quality. It's it's such an important aspect we often don't talk about when 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 we talk about a lot of the toxic masculinity and all of that, but there are some really important, beautiful aspects that are often not even mentioned. So, um, and yet there have also been so much, if we talk about patriarchy and and uh, the, the kind of distorted versions that have also come through the masculine. So, so, but I, I think we all are in this process of figuring out different ways um, of showing up and with a fluidity on one level. But for me, I don't want to be in the masculine. I've been there, done that. Thank you. <laughs> it's like I'm my journey is to be more and more in the feminine, but inhibiting both of these poles. And I think there are, are, are many who, who are longing to also in, in the masculine to, to, to find out what, what is the holy aspects of the masculine and, and how that can be brought back to, to men and to uh, um, the expression of how we all are finding ourselves uh, individually and together and, 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 and overarching, you know, the collective, which we all could say is <laughs> very needed. Um, so uh, those are, uh, yeah, what I'm teaching. And I think this got twice as long as I planned, planned it to be, but it's um, uh, hopefully this will be of value and of service. And yes, before I end, I uh, want to invite you to take a seat and again, you might be standing or walking or even running or hearing this. But whatever you're doing, see if you can bring in an awareness of where your feet are and be in your feet. Sense your toes, your 10 toes. Maybe even bringing in some of this liquid golden honey and letting it come through your Ten toes. And as a substance, kind of like 
honey without the stickiness and letting it come in through the rest of your feet, coming into your heels and your ankles, coming into your calves, your knees, into your thighs, and noticing that this liquid golden honey is like flowing upwards, permeating your entire leg. And then moving into your pelvis or your seat, really. And Um, and now I got a bit <laughs> moving because I usually work with uh, so as women really moving into our jewels. And if you're a man listening to this, letting it come, letting the honey fill up your penis, your balls. And even if you haven't either, in this place oh, where the genitals are, let them be filled with this liquid golden honey. And for women, letting it come into the inside of your jewel up into your cervix, your ovaries, your womb. Letting this golden liquid honey fill you with this loving quality because this, this presence is, it wants you well. And and letting that fill up the belly, its fullness, and filling up your heart and your chest. For women, your breasts, if you have breasts, and if you don't have breasts anymore, letting it fill up to where it was energetically. And then coming into your hands and arms and shoulders and neck and jaw and lips and tongue um, filling up your coming into your eyes or the muscles around your eyes forehead, top of head And then see if you can notice a presence that is listening. And then the presence that is looking. That which is looking through your eyes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> All right. Mm. No, I feel more grounded. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a journey having recorded this podcast. 
I really hope it has. Yeah, I think it seems like it has recorded. I think it's probably super long. Um, um, yeah, I don't even see how long I've been talking, but okay. So that was self consciousness speaking. Um, it's been lovely to be here with you, and um, I hope to see you very soon again uh, for adventures into these realms of um, exploring. Uh, these powers and and uh, the feminine and the masculine and um, yeah uh, to to um, also to embodiment and to the knowing of who we truly are. Uh, mm. Thank you so much. See you. See you soon. Bye.